it just brings a smile to my face. Here's a person who's trying different types of microgreen. They're actually having fun doing this. They wouldn't do it any other way. They're not growing 20 different varieties of microgreens because, I don't know, because they feel like they have to. No, it's because they're having fun. Welcome to the Microgreens Podcast. I'm your host, Todd Marsh, and I'm on a mission to help you, teach you, and motivate you to grow flavorful and nutritious microgreens in your home. Each Microgreens Podcast is meant to supplement content published on homemicrogreens.com. But in reality, the show is more about sharing with you the joys of growing your own food. Not only is it more nutritious, but seeing those plants grow will lift your spirits, bring a smile to your face, and give you a positive outlook on life. Let's get started. Welcome to episode number 48 of the Micah Greens podcast. I hope you're having a great day. If you hear a lot of background noise in this podcast today, I'm very sorry. It is fall. There are leaf blowers. There are construction crews. There are school buses. Everything seems to be going on, so I apologize. There just doesn't seem to be a good time for me to create these podcasts without noise. There's just noise all the time around here. But anyways, today's podcast is actually not what I planned on talking about. I actually got a new idea when I was creating one of the Tuesday tip emails, and I think I want to expand on that thought. And that thought is, why do we grow microgreens? Or why do I like to grow microgreens? As I've mentioned many times before, I started to grow microgreens because I wanted the nutritional benefits. Everyone knows about the nutritional benefits. And speaking of nutrition, I actually have released a new home microgreens nutritional resource. If you're interested in in microgreen nutrition and what vitamins and minerals, all essential 39 vitamins and minerals can do for you and about, uh, I think I have 40 microgreens on the list in the vitamins and minerals in those microgreens or in the mature leafy greens, depending on what variety. You can go to homemicagreens.com forward slash nutrition and read all about that resource. And while I'm the act of promoting whole microgreens, I might as well promote the free microgreen growing course I have. And if you want to know more about that, you can go to homemicagreens.com forward slash course, as in C-O-U-R-S-E. Again, that is a free 12-lesson course. It's about two hours long. It's all video course. I believe there's 120 minutes of video in that. So again, go to homemicagreens.com forward slash course. And if you're interested in the nutritional resource, go to homemicagreens.com forward slash nutrition. So what got me thinking about why I grow microgreens is I was actually trying to write an email about a microgreen that probably no one's heard of. And I thought, well, why would anyone want to buy this microgreen to grow? And I'm going to tell you why. And as I said, it's sort of a three-step process here. I really started into microgreens because I wanted a little bit more nutrition. I knew I wanted some fresh vegetables that I wasn't normally getting, especially during the winter. And I came across some articles on microgreens and how nutritious they are. Now, a lot of the nutritional value of microgreens is definitely hyped. You always hear the thing is 40 times more vitamins and minerals than the mature vegetable. Well, not all of them are 40 times as much, and it's not even really the average. That does not mean to say that they are not nutritious and they're not worth eating because they definitely are. But that stat that microgreens are 40 times as nutritious than mature vegetables has been regurgitated a little bit too much. But hey, but if you want to find out more about nutrition, check out my resource. If I haven't mentioned it before, it's homemicrogreens.com forward slash nutrition. So yes, the first reason I started to grow microgreens was definitely new nutrition. The second reason I continued to grow microgreens 
is that I found out that my food tasted better when I included those microgreens in it. Now, whether it's the microgreens, the flavor in the microgreens, or the fact that I'm actually introducing fresh food into my meals or my diet, that could be a big part of it too. I have no data to back this up, but I bet you the fact that you're eating a fresh, nutritious vegetable that you're actually harvesting the minute that you're going to consume it gives you more benefits than than the mature vegetables you're buying from the supermarket, especially for vitamins. Minerals, maybe not so much, but for the vitamins, especially the water-soluble vitamins that you actually lose every 24 hours, a lot of them, especially like vitamin C, have a half-life, so you're losing half the vitamin C in a vegetable every 24 hours that it's been harvested. I think that's where you can gain a lot of nutritional value from microgreens, just because they're fresh. So whether it's the fact that the microgreens are fresher or that they have a lot of flavor, I really enjoy incorporating them into my food. And the fact that the microgreens make my food taste better actually gives me more more motivation to cook better meals. It, it piques my interest to cook something different, whether it's how I how can I incorporate this microgreen into what I'm eating or what can I cook or what can I what dish can I make that I can use these microgreens? Sometimes I just really need that motivation to get out of cooking the same foods over and over again. And microgreens do help with that. So we have the nutritional and the health benefits, and we have the flavor profiles, especially the herbs. I'm not even going to get into how I use microgreens in this thing, but I have been using a lot of uh, herb microgreens to dress up my meals lately. So flavor is definitely right up there right now with nutrition, in fact. But the third reason I grow microgreens now is one we really should think more about. It's just the fact that growing microgreens is fun. I really enjoy growing microgreens. Okay, maybe I don't enjoy getting the stuff out and getting them set up and, and planting them, but I really enjoy watching them grow. Before I started growing microgreens, I had a bunch of house plants, some spider plants, some pothos, some orchids, some African violets, um, whatever I could actually find. I was never really good with succulents, but a lot of the green leafy foliage plants and some flowering plants. I had some by the windows and some on the bookshelves and some that were actually crawling up along the uh, curtain hangers. But once I started growing microgreens, I really enjoyed the fact I could take something from a seed and in seven or eight or nine days, I could have a vegetable that I could eat. And all that aside, what I really enjoyed is that when I came home for the day, those microgreens were in a different stage of growth, even sometimes from when I left in the morning. Then I looked at my houseplants. I had orchids. They bloom once in a while. I was halfway decent at getting them to rebloom, but still it was a long process. Um, African violets were fine, but they're really low and kind of small. Pretty, but kind of small. And then I had the spider plants that just hung down, sort of got in the way. There'd be a little bit of brown on them. And then I had the pothos growing up on the curtain rods, but, you know, I had to I had to dust those things. They they got dusty. They were by the windows, and where I live, there's quite a bit of dust, and dust would blow in, in the summer. They'd get dusty. They looked the same when I came home at night as they did in the morning when I left. But the microgreens, I could see progress. I could see growth. I could see life. It even got to the point. Actually, right now, I have no house plants in the house at all. The only thing I'm growing are microgreens. Those are my house plants. Sure, they don't flower, but I can grow beets and Swiss chard. I can bring some color into the home. Red, red garnet amaranth. I mean, it's just a beautiful plant. They are as beautiful, if not more beautiful, than an African violet. About Even the whole microgreens tree are about the same size. And best of all, I could actually use these plants. I could actually eat these plants. 
And then when I'm done with them, I could start a whole new batch and watch the whole process over. I could even start new varieties. Every time you grow a new variety, it's a, it's a new adventure. That's really the motivation I have for growing new microgreens now. Yes, I have to grow them because now microgreens are my job, if you will. I do grow microgreens for one wholesale account and several customers. And I do grow trays of microgreens to eat, although generally I eat what's left over from the wholesale and the retail accounts. But I do grow trays of herbs because I like adding an extra flavor to my food. Or when it's fajita time, I grow some mustards because mustards add a little bit of spicy. I can have some spicy greens in with my fajitas or my tacos or my nachos. So I'm growing a houseplant that I can turn over in 10 to 20 days, enjoy it while it grows, enjoy it while I use it, plant new ones and have a whole new experience. So as a homeowner, and I'll get to growers here in a second, but for the people that are growing microgreens for their own consumption, this is what's beautiful about like small whole microgreens trays. And I'm not trying to push whole microgreens tray here. Any small container, even up to 10 tens, is you can try new microgreens for relatively little bit of money. For a couple dollar investment, you can grow a new variety of microgreens, enjoy it while it grows, and then you can sample it to see if you like it. And if you like the way that variety tastes and it was easy enough for you to grow, you can just incorporate it right into your growing routines. And now to kick this back to nutrition, that is the key of nutrition. You really probably shouldn't eat the same microgreen over and over and over again. It's not really, it's giving you benefits, but you're concentrating those benefits. Microgreens contain a wide variety of vitamins and minerals at different concentrations. Adding variety to your diet is the best thing you can do. Right now, I'm looking at some of the data tables in the whole microgreens nutritional resource, and some microgreens are high value in some vitamins and minerals. They're average in others. Some contain less than 5%. But if you take a mixture of these microgreens and mix them in, it doesn't have to be in the same meal. It could be the same week or the same month. You're gaining the benefits of a wider variety of vitamins and minerals than you would be if you're just eating broccoli microgreens week after week after week. So it's not only more fun to grow different types of microgreens, it's probably healthier for you too. So that is advantage of growing microgreens in small trays. In the previous podcast, I talked about how I thought microgreens grew better in small trays than in larger trays. So 1010s or whole microgreens or smaller 5 by 8 trays seem to grow microgreens a little bit better than if you group them all into a larger 1020 tray. So here we're putting it all together. We can take these smaller trays grow a wider variety of microgreens, grow the same amount of microgreens, get more nutritional value, more health benefits, you get more fun by growing different varieties, you learn more by growing different varieties, you get different flavor profiles that you can mix with your food by growing different varieties. There are just a ton of benefits by trying to grow different varieties. I sell the seed, I see what people are buying. And it really cheers me up when I have an order come in and it's got 15 or 20 different small packets of microgreen seeds on order. It just brings a smile to my face. Here's a person who's trying different types of microgreen. They're actually having fun doing this. They wouldn't do it any other way. They're not growing 20 different varieties of microgreens because, I don't know, because they feel like they have to. No, it's because they're having fun or they're trying to figure out what microgreens they do like. And in that process, they're going to learn more about growing microgreens because each microgreen grows a little bit different. There's a little bit of nuances to each type of microgreen you grow. You might think kale and broccoli grow the same. You may plant them the same and you may raise them the same, but you're going to notice a lot of differences in how they grow. I know personally, I'd rather grow a tray of kale than I would broccoli because broccoli grows tall, fast, leggy, and kind of falls over the tray. Kale stays a little bit shorter, a little bit neater. You can grow it denser. 
So to me, it's a little bit more enjoyable to grow. I plant them and grow them the exact same way, yet I get more enjoyment out of growing kale than I do broccoli. And don't even get me started on little basil plants. I think those little basil plants are so cute. When those first true leaves start to form, those are the cutest little plants ever. And you know what? Bruschetta with basil microgreens is so good. So better than using big leaf basil. I eat a lot of spaghetti or spaghetti sauce, tomato sauce if you will. And I used to chop up basil and put it in and then you get these little strings of basil where it didn't quite cut as well. And it, it sort of comes out what all slimy and sloppy you know even if you even if you try to chop it up small you still get some pieces that are left over but if you take basil microgreens chop them up and sprinkle them on top of your spaghetti sauce it tastes so much better than mixing basil in with the sauce same with cilantro microgreens and tacos or it's fun to grow different types of microgreens and with the small trays you can grow a lot of different microgreens so I guess my point here is that, yes, they're nutritious. That is great. Yes, they're healthy. That is even better. Yes, they are flavorful and they add a lot to your food. But in the whole process, to me, is enjoyable. From planting them, to watching them grow, to harvesting them, to using them. I just enjoy the whole process. Now, what about, I know some people listening aren't home growers. They actually are trying to do this as a business or as a side hustle. So how can you grow more varieties of microgreens and make it worth your while? Try growing some different microgreens in smaller trays or 10-10 trays. Even if you don't have a market for them yet, just give away samples. Give those samples to the chefs. Give a sample to some random customers. See what they think about them. Maybe no one will like them or maybe you'll hate growing them, meaning they're just a little bit more difficult to work into your workflow. But at least you'll know. And maybe, just maybe, a chef will love them. Or maybe you have some customers that say, hey, that was great. And instead of replacing microgreens, instead of buying their usual two trays of broccoli microgreens that they're throwing on salads, that they'll buy two trays of broccoli microgreens and that extra little box of basil or the box of cilantro. Or maybe it'd be chervil or maybe it'd be dill. If you're selling to restaurants and they're selling seafood, if they try some dill microgreens chop them up and put them on top of their fish dishes, people would love them. You'll end up selling dill microgreens. Sometimes people don't know what they want until they've had it. So it's a good way to increase sales. And if no one wants them and they don't sell or they don't reorder, then you know that for sure. Then you don't have to worry about it again, but you never know until you try. Plus the fact that you'll probably learn some new trick or tip while you're growing different types of microgreens. It's always worthwhile to expand your universe and try new things. That's what I think the whole point of this podcast is. Don't be afraid to grow different varieties of microgreens, even if you have to grow small little tubs. The whole microgreen seed packets are perfect. You can grow an ounce and a half, two ounces of whatever microgreen, test it out. It's going to cost you less than two bucks, and you'll see if you like them. You might even end up growing some microgreens seasonally. I know I do. I really love celery microgreens and Thanksgiving stuffing. It really adds a lot more flavor than just adding celery to the stuffing. I also like chopped up celery microgreens sprinkled on my soup. I make a lot of chicken noodle soup during the summer and then I can it. I jar it up and I pressure can it. A pint jar of soup, add a little bit of rice or some noodles to it is a great lunch for me. And I really like it when I take celery microgreens and chop them up and sprinkle it on top of the soup. It really adds a fresh flavor to that canned soup. 
even my own canned soup. I'm not even talking about Campbell's or Progressa or whatever. This is my own soup, which has a lot of flavor anyways, because it's coming from real uh, broth and real stock. But that fresh celery microgreens on top of it, and you don't need much, really adds a ton of flavor. I hope I've convinced you at least a little bit to try different varieties. I think you'll really enjoy growing them. And again, the little packets of whole microgreen seed are just perfect to try and sample new types of microgreens. So I'm going to wrap things up here. And again, I just want to remind you that I do have my Home Microgreens nutritional resource all set and ready to go. You can go to homemicrogreens.com forward slash nutrition, or you can go to the show notes and there'll be a link in the bottom of the show notes. So the whole, the show notes for this episode will be homemicrogreens.com forward slash 48 for episode 48. And if you haven't registered for the free microgreen growing course, you can go to homemicrogreens.com forward slash course. And that is C-O-U-R-S-E. I hope you have a great rest of your week and we'll see you next week. Unless, again, there's a whole bunch of construction, stump grinding, or tree cutting. I'll be here next week. Have a good one. Thank you for listening to the Microgreens podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a comment. It really helps out the podcast. As always, stop by homemicrogreens.com and say hello. Now before the next show, plant your next tray of microbes. Let's keep growing.